Hi there, this is Harry and welcome back to the podcast where I try to help you to understand and improve your English language to give you an opportunity to speak in a better way so that you don't feel awkward in uh, situations where you might be meeting colleagues or having conference calls with colleagues who you think have a better standard of English. So we'll help you with expressions, grammar and other aspects of the English language. I'm now going to just follow up on part two and finish off those idioms dealing with and relating to colours. Okay, so let's get started. So, what's the first one I have for you? Well, first one I have is once in a blue moon, once in a blue moon. When we look at the moon, it's usually white, unless there's some particular celestial uh, occurrence happening, which happens occasionally, and you might get a red moon, or it looks red, but once in a blue moon means something that doesn't happen so often yeah so when do you get a pay rise oh once in a blue moon meaning almost never have you heard from michael since he uh, went to university ha him no chance we might get a letter once in a blue moon if we're lucky but he's always got something more important to do so very little chance of that so something that doesn't happen so frequently something that doesn't happen so often we refer to it as once in a blue moon and there's an old song there's a line in the song once in a very blue moon yeah i heard it once in a very blue moon so it's an irish singer but it's a really nice song if i could remember the name but the line is once in a very blue moon so something that doesn't happen so often okay paint the town red well when you want to paint the town red you want to go a little bit wild you want to have a bit of a party you want to spend a bit of money you get dressed up you go out on a bit of a, a binge visit a few bars good wine a champagne a good meal and you you really let your hair down and you paint the town red so to paint the town red means to splash out with a bit of color and to act a little bit recklessly but really have a bit of fun okay so perhaps the week or two weeks before you get married you go out on a bit of a blast to paint the town red or you win some money in the lotto you take your friends out and you paint the town red okay the next is a red herring well a red herring is uh, something that is a little bit of a, a wild goose chase yeah something that is gets you out off on the wrong track or on the wrong scent and it's going to lead nowhere yeah so you're trying to get something resolved trying to fix a problem somebody makes a suggestion to you and after a few hours of looking at it you realize that was a little bit of a red herring meaning it wasn't so successful it was leading you in the wrong direction so you just give it up and you go back to basics and try to find another solution to your problem so red herring means uh, something not successful or something that's not going to lead to success okay so it's something that will distract you uh, and take your attention away from what you should really be doing a red letter day well a red letter day is a really important day a day when something really important is going to happen okay so a red letter day might be the day you qualify with your uh, doctorate or it might be the day you pass your final diploma exams in your university course or the day you get promoted in the the army or the navy and you can refer to it as red letter day meaning a really important day for 
particularly for you, but also for your family who are going to be very proud of, of, of what you've achieved. Okay, so red letter day. Uh, the next is when we see red, okay? So see as in look at, S-E-E. -E. When we see red is we get really annoyed. So somebody says something to us <clears throat> that just uh, clicks a little message or triggers a little message in our brain and we snap and we go, oh God, no, no, I really hate that. So we get angry very quickly and we see red, okay? So it often happens with somebody that we perhaps we don't like or somebody we don't respect and when they say something to us we just snap and we we get very very uh, angry yeah other people might say the same thing to us and we don't really um, care what they say we um, just take it um, uh, as it comes and um, we laugh it off but when it's introduced by somebody that as I said we don't have any great time for then um, we are in, we tend to see red and become angry or annoyed or frustrated and we might shout a little bit okay so to see red okay next is to be tickled pink yeah when, when we are tickled pink uh, it means we uh, are very happy we're very pleased we are very delighted with something, yeah? When somebody tickles us, oh, 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 and they, they tickle us in the arm, when you tickle a child, they giggle and they laugh and their, their cheeks get a, a little bit red or pink. So to be tickled pink means to be delighted. Mm -hmm. So if you present your mother with flowers on Mother's Day, she's tickled pink that you remember it, yeah? If you present her with her favorite chocolates, she's even happier. She's really tickled pink, the fact that she got flowers and chocolates on a special day like mother's day or indeed her birthday or it could be your favorite aunt or your grandmother and you spend some time with them and they are tickled pink that you took time out of your busy schedule to spend some time with them okay so it usually means we're excited it usually means we are happy and um, it doesn't have to be anything amazing it just happens to be that somebody has thought about us which doesn't happen so often and when we see that we appreciate it and we can say oh I'm tickled pink, yeah? So when you your mother tells your sister that, oh, she got a visit from you and you brought chocolates and flowers, your uh, sister might be a little jealous that uh, you, the favorite son, have um, given your mother so much happiness and she was really tickled pink. Okay, next we have a white elephant. Well, of course, a white elephant is not something you see very often, okay, because it would stand out in the in the forest and uh, wouldn't survive very long. So a white elephant is something pretty big and something unusual and something not useful, okay? So um, when we spend our money or time on something um, that people seem to be um, saying was a waste of time, they say, oh, that's, that's, that's a, a white elephant, yeah? So the government decide to build some new um, monstrous convention center they spend a load of taxpayers money on it and uh, everybody knows that it's too big it's in the wrong place so you know when they're looking at it being built they say you know what's going to happen that's going to turn out to be a white elephant why because it's in the wrong place we're building it at the wrong time it's a waste of money we could spend that money on something much more useful so will they no they won't it will turn out to be 
a white elephant. Okay, so white elephant, something waste of time, uh, waste of money, something useless, unwanted, or of no great value. Okay, so turned out to be a real white elephant. Okay, so not literally an elephant, but something probably big, but usually useless. Okay, a white elephant. A white-collar worker. Well, a white-collar worker is a throwback to the old days of the Industrial Revolution when the management wore white collars on their shirts. These were the days when the shirts had a detachable collar so you could wash uh, and starch the collar separate to the shirt. So management, those in the offices, had white collars and the workers had blue collars. So it was to distinguish between the workers and the management. So he's part of the white collar. He's part of management. Okay. So white collar workers. They occupied the offices, and the blue collar workers occupied the shop floor. Yeah. And usually the managers were in the offices above, so they could look down on those on the shop floor. Okay. So looking down on the those below. White collar workers. To whitewash something. To whitewash something is to cover it over. Okay, whitewash is like a very weak paint. Yeah, and when you paint something, you cover it over. So when you whitewash, it means to a cover up. Yeah. Okay. So it means we're trying to either hide something. Okay, or we're trying to avoid other people seeing something, which again is to, is to hide it. But we we whitewash mean it's um, cover up to gloss over or to to hide yeah okay so um often happens when we're talking about governments so they've spent money on this white elephant but when it's uh, presented in the budgets or the figures it's it's they try to cover it over they try to whitewash it so people don't draw attention to it okay or they don't draw attention to it so to whitewash means to cover up to wipe out or to try and avoid something being noticed. Mm -hmm. The uh, money spent on that uh, industrial unit or the money spent on that new trade fair or the money spent on that new monument in the centre of town was a complete waste of time. I guarantee that the government will try to whitewash over that so that people don't know or understand exactly how much money was spent on it. Okay to whitewash and then finally to do something with flying colors means to be really really successful so it's not a specific color it's with flying colors so we use it as follows he passed his exams with flying colors meaning he got the best mark or very near the top mark you could possibly get he got his driving test with flying colors really did well and now he's he's so happy with himself he can go and insure his car and start driving so he passed with flying colors how did he do in his period of six months probation ah no problem i passed it with flying colors i did really really well okay so that's the end of those english idioms with colors just give them to you once more once in a blue moon paint the town red a red herring red letter day to see red tickled pink white elephant, white collar worker, whitewash, 
and then finally with flying colors. Okay, so if you want to contact me, well, as always, you can do so on www.englishlessonviaskype.com where I'm always happy to hear from you and uh, include where I can some of your suggestions. So, as always, thanks for listening and join me again soon.